What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 9. And it's called Chapter 66, Tangerine. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our MVPs, our LVPs of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. We also have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, just rate and comment on your iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We are extending this contest to the end of Riverdale's season four. So make sure you guys, you guys are, get a little bit extra time to enter and uh, we will draw a name at the end of the season. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, we well. We got a lot of commentary on Twitter, so uh, did be we? sure to stick around for that at the end, because I think a lot of people had questions about this episode. For um, sure. I mean, it was so, a season, it yeah. was a mid-season finale, so I'm sure it was left with a lot of cues, a lot of questions. What did you think of the episode? Um, I... Like, it was okay. Uh-oh. It was okay. <laughs> Whatever MB answers a question like that, it's like, uh-oh, she did not like it. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't, like, love it either, especially okay. coming off of last week's episode, which was so strong and it was yeah. so good, um, which I didn't think it was going to be a, 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 the same level. It's just um, some of the things I'm just questioning now, I think, and I think a lot of people are too, so it's kind of leaving me with, like, a meh opinion of this episode yeah i think that in terms of you know i always kind of get because they're the ones that say we have a mid-season finale coming they're the ones that set us up with this feeling that it's they gonna shouldn't be like hype it up thing. they should not hype it up they, they should, should just, just say like, it's gonna be the shittiest mid-season finale guys I mean, and we could not think of anything i don't i don't want to say that it was the shittiest mid-season finale i've ever seen but like don't hype it to the point where i'm just like oh shit because i didn't get that oh shit no moment. i mean like they should hype it up and say like it's gonna be the shittiest one oh. and then it will think it's like the best thing ever because <laughs> they hype it up so low <laughs> but they hype it up like yeah, crazy and then like you're like psychology. you have all these expectations you have all these like you know questions that you think are going to be answered or like you know and right. it's kind of like you're like Meh. yeah i have a similar feeling we'll talk about talk about it as we go through the episode but there's a lot of questions that were answered but like not really answered there's some storylines that were closed up which i'm happy about so um yeah it'll be interesting and to by see. some you mean like one so. one <laughs> there's only one <laughs> uh okay so we'll start right off so i want to say this because i noted it when i watched the episode again last night and um it doesn't have this episode starts with like i don't want to call it a cold open but there's no intro of jughead narrating the opening in this episode i don't know if you noticed right. that no and the last time this happened or similar to the last time this happened was when he like fake died in the end of season two, where right. the ep- the episode where he fake dies doesn't have his opening. So, do you think that there's a connection there? Do you think it's just like they're forgetting about the fact that he's writing this book? Maybe this chapter is irrelevant to, to his story. What did you think I don't of know. that? I would I would have liked to think that they're connected and like. They did that on purpose last time, but I feel like they didn't do that on purpose. And I right. felt like like you you made a really good point, but I feel like even the writers didn't even think it through like in that way, you know? Yeah. I, I I always wonder about these formulas and these templates that they always set up because they obviously do it for a reason. So when they do leave it out, I'm always wondering why and 
you know, if if there's any relevance to it. But yeah, anyway, so he it goes right into him uh, doing his uh, submission. He's reading a submission at school in front of everybody. And uh, right away, Mr. DuPont says, you got the ghost writer position. Yo, congratulations. Let me write up the contract. Yeah. What did you think of that? Like, do you feel like it all happened really quickly? I mean, I I did for a second. And then I said to myself, why do I want the storyline dragged out even more? It's not necessary. I think that it was fine coming to where where it came to. Um, yeah. What did you th- do? You think that it was too fast? I, I just almost feel like considering what we know now from at the end of the episode, how like this is basically like the skull and bones kind of like right. thing, secret society. I do feel like the way it all went down was really quick sure. and it almost felt like the teacher didn't even like read the other people's like, like submissions. He was <laughs> just like, like Jackie, you you're going to win. <laughs> even the guy, even the guy was like, did you like, did you want to read my thing again? He's like, no, no, I'm good. He's like, Jughead won. So I definitely yeah. feel like if they do in the end, you know, hint that this was kind of like an, a setup just to kind of get Jughead involved in this whole world, right. I wouldn't be surprised, you know? like Yeah, I, I mean, I do agree. There's obviously something fishy going on. There's a reason why he won this competition. He's mm-hmm. obviously a good writer, but I don't know why DuPont is so, like, he love-hates Jughead so much yeah. that he he's like he's inspired by his writing but at the same time he hates the fact that he's been snooping and thinking that he's a murderer so i don't know i did feel like it was kind of shady that he got the position right away and he announced it to everybody right away but at the but same like, time i'm right. like where's right. this going like, don't drag it out you know what i mean yeah like, don't what, drag it what out else are we waiting for at this point yeah. yeah i really just hope that they like i'm just saying this right now they have the time to make this a good tight story if they left anything out i would be very very disappointed but Anyway, we'll just leave it at that. Um, So then it cuts to Veronica and Hiram, and they're at the Lodge residence at the Pembroke. And it's just the same shit over and over again. And I'm saying this with, like, the utmost amount of love because I love Hiram's character. We obviously are huge fans of Mark and Suelos. But I just feel like this... Back and forth dialogue between sassy Veronica and her evil father and this and this. Like, it's just so the same thing over and mm-hmm. over and over again. What did you think of them introducing yeah, this I mean, again? I think we're going to talk about this throughout the entire podcast because I think I have a lot to say. But I 100% yeah. agree with you. Like, it's just for a story that could have been really different and kind of just her own journey with, you know, post-education, like... No, like they've tied her to fucking daddy and this rum empire. And it's yeah. just like, it's a big eye roll. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really over Huge it. Roll, I'm like, sure. I want more from Veronica, you know? And yeah, he, and again, the one thing that Miss um, Burble said last episode was stay away from your dad. Don't have any contact with him. Um, go to school. She's literally, she did, she didn't listen to her she at all. No, she didn't do anything. At she all. was like, man. She's like, Literally okay, like, dad, what are you going to tell me now? I'm going to go yeah. to college. Like, I was when like, I saw, what the f- when I saw her at the table, I'm like, literally, I, I was like, she's still home. Like, like she's still what? there. Like, just I move out, man. Fuck. At this point. Like, move in with your boyfriend. He has his <sighs> own freaking gym. Like, why wouldn't you move in with him? It just, it, yeah, it very much frustrates me <laughs> you know? that it hasn't gone to that point with her yet because a part of me at this point, I am blaming Veronica. I don't really care about her plight and her daddy is like, screwing her life over i don't feel bad for her so none of her shit is like making me feel 
bothered by it. I'm not mm. like, oh, poor Veronica. Like, I wish that she could have like a better dad. I'm like, yeah. girl, you deserve it. You are jumping right back into that shit with your dad and you're dealing with it the way that you deal with everything all the time. Like, mm. there's no character growth and character development for her. Anyway. And it seems like, and yeah, we'll talk about this after too, but I definitely yeah. do feel like her mission is tied to him and her mission should not yes. be that her mission should be her own life and like what's she gonna do after Riverdale yeah. but instead it's like I'm gonna have my own rum empire and it's gonna like, be better than yours I'm gonna I don't want that for her like, I don't want her to have independence and like create her own path yeah. why is she so linked to what he's doing already he already has a rum empire like why do you Leave need it. rum like do vodka I don't know do gin <laughs> like, listen do actually different. somebody did make a comment just as a really quick aside we'll say it right off the top that um, you know, now that the rum business is like she can't use her grandma's recipe, maybe Cheryl will come in and be her business partner because that was yeah, something that was sick. mentioned. And she, yeah. maybe it'll be like maple rum. Ooh. Anyways, um, so he's sabotaging her college admissions like she didn't get into her second college. And then she has a he mentions that she has a Columbia interview at some point in time. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Archie is at the El Royale and he's woken up by FP who finds him and he's he looks like he's been stabbed but he hasn't been stabbed he's just like hurting his like ribs are broken or something and he's sleeping on the couch and um, FP basically says like are you the vigilante is this you in this picture we need to you need to stop doing this your dad would kill me if he found out that you were doing this still and um, Archie said like Dodger needs to be stopped. He's still on the streets. He's fucking things up. We need to do something about this. His lines are literally the same every episode. It's a, it's For the last four weeks, he's had the same lines. Yeah. Ever since Dodger has been introduced, Archie's yeah. been doing the same thing. Yeah. It's, and he keeps falling into the same shitty situations. So FP's like, this enough is enough. You can't do this anymore. Like, you're going to die. And uh, Archie, I think he's trying to get FP on his side at this point. He's like, can you please just like help me out here? Um, cutting to Jughead, he calls Charles to help him find his grandpa using his FBI connections. So Charles kind of gets involved. And this was cute. Like, we finally see Jughead and Charles together, which, like, I appreciated because, you know, up until now, we usually just see Betty and Charles. So, But did you feel like this was a random thing for them to, like, connect to? Like, I'm trying to give them, like, one bonus point because I feel like (laughs) I have very negative (laughs) points this week. But I did appreciate like seeing them point. together and like they're brothers, yeah. like doing something brotherly, I guess. I guess. Um, like I'll take it. You know what I mean? Because like, even Charles says he's like your grandpa. I mean, our grandpa. I was like, oh, true. They yeah, are. Yeah, like, I was half. like, oh yeah, true. Like, it's so hard for us to make that connection because it never fucking comes up. Um, then it cuts to Pop's diner and Pop. Oh my god. Pop, Pop is talking to Veronica, and uh, Pop is like. Yo, Veronica, I got some like real he bad news stressed. today. Like he's like yeah, he looks stressed. He's first of all, he's looked stressed from time, and I just feel yeah. so freaking bad for him. Like I feel like he's underpaid. Like <laughs> he needs, to, needs to retire, <laughs> and he needs to retire for sure. Like, and he just yeah. looks so stressed, you know. And Veronica's like, "Hey, boo, like what's wrong?" <laughs> so he's and like he, bummed out because yeah. he's like, I, "The Bomdui can no longer sell alcohol because the mayor put a stop to it, aka your daddy," right. and. Veronica's just cheese about it. Obviously, she's like, okay, first things first. We're going to deal with this Um, in the long term. We're going to, like, fight it. But in the meantime, we're going to throw this crazy party. For this episode's sake, we're going to throw a party. (laughs) Yeah, because I want to sing on the stage later in in 45 minutes. 
And Pop is just like, okay, cool. First of all, I was like, Pop has no say over what's happening in the Bon Nui in the first yeah, place. Yeah, that, that's so, so like, true. Get out like, of here. If anything, Reggie would say that. Like, that should have been like a Reggie yeah. scene to have. Yeah, that's I know. True. Um, anyway, so uh, Pop says something which was fucking jokes, but this is the thing that kind of like tra- takes her like through her next yeah. challenge, yeah. which is he says, No offense, but your father was not raised right. And Veronica's like, but he was. That's a great idea. I'm going to find his family like, members. Oh, I was like, what is she thinking about? Are what you? are those eyes doing right now? <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Pop was the one that made you decide to call his grandma, like your grandma up. Yeah. Like of all the times that you could have called your grandma to be Every like, single time go get your son. <laughs> like, these guys. Yeah. First of all, I was like, this is so not realistic because like no real talk like we would have called our grandmas like from four years ago when like our dad did like one fucked up thing instead she calls her like four seasons later when her dad has already like sabotaged her entire life yeah i was like yeah it was just funny it was just funny that like pop was the one to be like he wasn't raised right like now (laughs) pop says that like Like, when the liquor license disappears he questions that yeah not when he almost murdered you like seven times over okay cool um anyway so then it cuts to the cooper residence and alice wakes <laughs> betty up in the middle of the night because apparently polly attacked a nurse and she wants to talk to betty like, they, why would you wake her up in the middle of the night like just I tell her know. in the morning like this, this is not urgent <laughs> so and whatever they they look at the videotape like it's her charles and um alice sitting at the table she's like i don't know what's happening we don't get to see the tape but she's like she looks like she's normal. And then she's like, oh, shit. She's yeah, really attacking that, that tape. I wanted to see it. <laughs> I want to see the tape. So anyway, so it looks like Polly's attacking a nurse. There's no reason why. And then Charles is like, the crazy thing was, is the nurse's name was Betty. Yeah. And then it cuts so to the title right. sequence. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like, so, guys, I really, really thought we were done with Polly. Like, Polly uh, Pocket. Same. Like, I really thought she was gone, guys. <laughs> I didn't even think that she was going to show up in this episode. I just period. feel bad for the actress because I yeah. feel like they, like I feel they like promised she, her more. They just squeeze like every ounce of juice they can from <laughs> from this actress, and every time she they try gets a call, she's she's like, oh my god, they're calling me. Like I'm gonna yeah. be like in the episode. They're like, yo, this time like you're gonna fucking eat someone's face off. So like, get ready. <laughs> you're gonna like, eat someone's face hell? off, and you're gonna be like strapped to a bed for four. Yeah four like, minutes so she just can't catch a break she this actress break. like <laughs> so anyway polly uh betty does go visit her at the institute and polly's tied up at the bed and she's like i don't remember attacking anybody i didn't do it i don't know what's going on so she's she's like adamantly saying she didn't do it betty's like oh, okay maybe she didn't do it yeah uh, then it cuts to like that title sequence whatever then it cuts to archie and he's talking to fp about dodger and they're looking for him and Eddie kind of overhears them, like in while he's practicing boxing, and he's like, "Yo, I know where Eddie, I know where Dodger is. Like, I can find them for you." And Archie's like, "No, you stay out of it. Like, we don't need another person getting hurt. Just stay out of it." And then obviously the camera like zoom zooms into Eddie's face, and he's like, "I'm gonna go find somebody," uh, which he does later. Then it cuts to Veronica talking to Amalita. She's in Riverdale now. Oh, my God. Um, so they're in the Bonnui and they're talking. And Veronica's just kind of like laying it down. She's saying how, you know, Hiram's being a douchebag. And he's starting to starting a rum business. But now Veronica wants to start a rum business. But then Abuelita's like, well, 
I'm down to help you out. I'll give you the family recipe, but also like how school. Like why? Yeah, are I'm you glad she said <laughs> that. I'm literally like glad she's the only freaking parent that's she's like normal. She's the only person in the world. Like, the, like big ups to the grandparents for like just trying to get the kids back on track because clearly the parents don't give a shit. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Veronica says, like, don't worry, I'm still trying to get into college, but I'm just trying to figure this out. And she's like, let me just tell you right now, your your dad, your your son has been doing some shit. So then she lays it all down and we don't hear it because we don't need to fucking hear it again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then it cuts to uh, Charles uh, calling Jughead and he's like, Oh, we found your grandpa. He lives in the woods, but he comes and gets his mail from time to time. <laughs> like, it was such a random way to explain it, but yeah. that's just literally what he says. He's like, he Did does Did they explain live- how they found him? Uh, it's just like a mailing address that he goes goes to like a, like a post office. Oh, okay. And he picks it up like once a month or something like that. So whatever. He's like, okay, now I have an address. Then it cuts to Alice talking to Betty and Betty's like, I really don't think that, you know, Polly did it. She really sounded like she was like very confused. It almost sounds like she was in a bit of like a fugue state. She, they use fugue like four times in this episode. Yeah, I noticed but that too. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is like, this relax. word? Fugue. It I think it's appearing. like, yeah, it's like some psychology uh, thing. I'm sure we'll get in the comments. <laughs> but uh, uh, she, yeah, so she's like, there was apparently a phone call before Polly went cray cray. Um, maybe that has something to do with it. Charles is trying to track down where the call came from. And that exact moment, the phone rings and Alice is like, oh, let me go get the phone that yeah. we just said it could be like it could be happening. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you think that she would have said, oh, maybe we should just keep an eye on the phones since there's a mystery caller who's caller, trying to yeah. kill Let's people. Let's check our house phone. No. Like, she literally, Alice, like, like, runs, Alice, for like runs for the phone, answers the phone, grabs a knife, and then tries to attack Betty. Luckily, right before she stabs her with a fucking knife, Betty, like, snaps, and she her gets, fingers, like, yeah. out of her, like, trance or whatever, which I thought was kind of random. Um, I felt like that entire scene was just kind of, like, there for the promo reaction, like... Totally. Just to that's make all a we scene got. that looked cool in the promo. Yeah, and that yeah, was it. That's all we got from the promo last episode, so... Yeah, I don't know. And then um, in this, I put a note down that said, like, it must be residual shit from the farm. Like, it's probably Evelyn. And then we find out later that it's Evelyn. So um, then it cuts to Abuelita. And she walks into the mayor's office. And Hiram's like, It's like Mama! you hear the smack before the scene even cuts <laughs> to the scene of them. Like, you heard, like, the dog. And then it's she, like, I'm like, yeah. what? who's who's getting smacked? It's like, slap, slap, slap. So... <gasps> She gets so pissed off at him, she slaps him, and she says that, you know, your father would be rolling in his grave if he found out that you were, like, doing this to your daughter. I can't believe you. Um, And then Veronica comes up to him, and she's like, in your face, bitch. And she says, I have the recipe, so get ready for my rum, because it's coming. And then it cuts to... (laughs) Coming soon to a theater you need. Then it cuts to Archie and Mary... And they're talking at home. And this was a random scene now that, like, the episode is done. But uh, apparently someone wants to sell Andrew's construction. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there probably is a connection. We'll talk about it at the end of the episode. But someone wants to – someone, one of the partners, I guess, wants to sell Andrew's construction. Archie's like, 
I'm a fire his ass. Like no one, no one's gonna take this yeah, away oh my from God. my he dad. He was such a like testosterone like. I was jock like this episode. Here's an idea: maybe spend half your time at the community center, the other half yeah, running like, your dad's. The guy was business. like, I think he was like a worker, and he was like, "I'll yeah. buy you guys out. Like I'm, I'm the one working." He's like, "Why not?" And she's like, "Hell no, it's my dad's company." I mean, we haven't seen like, you. It's been eight episodes, there. and you haven't even mentioned uh, yeah. like Andrew's construction. So. Do you really care about Andrew's construction? Yeah. <laughs> so he gets a phone call. And that moment, he tells Mary, like, no, that's not happening. And then he gets a phone call. And apparently, the kids, including Eddie, found Dodger and the and his brothers or whatever. And they all beat the kids up. And now Eddie's back in the, in the fucking hospital. Like, and, like, so they gave them, like, a weird last name, like, the Dickersons or something. So, like, yeah. the whole time they're, like, the Dickersons are, like, coming here. Or, like, Donaldsons, whatever their weird name is. I'm, like, just call them Dodger. Like, it's the same villain this whole time. Like, just yeah. say one name. Just say one. <laughs> just say one name. If it is Dickersons, it makes sense because then it's, like, Charles Dickens, which is the book. It's all Oliver Twist. Um, yeah, but why would he be? Why would that be linked to Dodger? Because Dodger is the character from Oliver Twist, which is a Charles Dickens book. Oh, and so he's the it, villain in the in that book. Yeah, basically, uh, he can be seen as a villain in that book. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Anyways, um, so yeah. Anyways, uh, Archie gets <laughs> cheese. He gets cheese in the book. How does it all end? In the book, I think that he goes to jail. Like, Dodger just goes to jail. And then Oliver oh, Twist gets okay. to live with, like, his family. Or I think he stays on the streets. I don't know. Or maybe he dies. I don't remember. Um, whatever. Then it cuts to Betty and Charles. And they put together that Evelyn could be the one who's hypnotizing people because they find out that the phone call is coming from Shawshank or Shankshaw um, prison. And that's where Evelyn Shanksha. is. Shankshaw prison. And uh, she's probably hypnotizing people using something because it sounds sketchy. It sounds very, like, farmy. Um, so they're like, okay, let me go investigate. Then it cuts to Jughead, and he finds his grandpa in the middle of the woods. And he's like, hey, cool. son, come on in. Um, he's like, get yeah. the fuck off my property. And he's like, I'm your grandson. He's like, oh, he's true. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, true. Uh, then it cuts to Cheryl at this house. And I love this scene. This it was, was kind of cute. It was cool. It was cool, but it was weird. Like it was weird because I wasn't oh, sure what she's was happening. So theatrical. Like, she's I so dramatic. I love it. it. So she's out there, ready to fucking like gas herself, essentially. Like if you don't have captions on when Cheryl's in the scene, like you're gonna, you're gonna miss all her jokes and like all, all of the her, jokes, like, witty banter. You're not gonna know what the hell's happening because yeah. she's basically gassing herself before she fucking dies, and. um she has all these like roach killer things that are being opened and she's like farewell brothers uh, this is our time to die i was born in poison i shall die in poison and then she like fucking sets them all up there's like smoke going everywhere there's coughing that happens and then penelope literally pops out of the closet like trying to breathe and it cuts back to Cheryl, and she's got a gas mask on. It was so random, like, though. Like, hey. why would she gas the house? I, and, like, I mean, why would Penelope only come to the living room? Like, wouldn't she just, like, leave the house? Like, she would leave I, the front door. I mean, maybe she didn't know what was happening because she's been hiding in a closet this entire so, time. So, yeah, like, where was she hiding? Like, she's I like, I got you out of the walls. I'm like, what? 
I feel like this was one of our theories. Like we did say, like maybe that Penelope is spying hiding? or oh something's going on. Because if it isn't, if it wasn't Tony who was doing it, then it must be. Okay, so Penelope. does that answer? Does that answer it now? Like it was Penelope the whole time? Yes, I mean it okay. was. She admits to it, so I think oh, that that's right, right. that's what okay. it is. So right. she comes out of the closet, and that that's weird. it. That's weird. Uh, so weird. That could and have been such a good storyline for her and Tony, though. Like, that listen, was some real shit. The, the potential that they have for these stories to get yeah. so much better are so high, but they are not doing it because they seem high as writers. Um, so then it cuts to Char- uh, Jughead and Grandpa, Grandpa Jones, talking. And he's like, so... I think that Mr. DuPont stole the, you know, he offered me this ghostwriting position. I know that, you know, there's some shit that went down with you guys. My theory is, is that DuPont stole that story from you and ran you out of town or whatever. And um, Grandpa Grandpa Jones is like, you don't know all the story. You think you're so smart. And whatever. We get the information a little bit later. But before we get to there, it cuts to Archie talking to FP. And Archie's just so distraught. He's like, this is so fucked up. The kids are all hurt again. I need to do something about this. We need to get rid of Dodger. And FP's like, okay, fine. If this is your only option, I'm going to help you. But after this, we're not doing this anymore. I'm not going to help you with any more crimes. We're going to go beat them up and then we're going to stop. But first, I need to change. So then he changes into a serpent jacket what did you think of his transformation? No, I like this. I like the whole thing with Archie and FP and how like FP sort of like acting as like a second father to Archie. Yeah, like, I, did I did love like that, that dynamic and I did like seeing FP back in his like serpent gear. I Agreed. just think the way it ended again, it, I felt like it was going in a really cool place and then it ended like really freaking weird with like Archie fucking it up as usual. Oh, so I, I kind of felt like he was all for nothing. Like again, like. You know, we're going to talk about this after, but like, we'll talk about getting it after. Sh- yeah, like it's just, it's just recycling. I just feel like it's just yeah. going in circles. So, yeah. so whatever. So staying back, staying back in this moment, it shows, you know, FP in a serpent jacket and Archie going against Dodger's brothers, I think, at this point. And they're like, why don't you pick on someone your own size? And so they beat them up or they have a fight in the middle of the alleyway. And that's how that scene ends. Then it cuts to Cheryl interrogating Penelope and. She's laying out all of the charges. She's like, you tried to kill my friends. You killed my dad. You killed this person. You killed this person. You killed Hal Cooper. So she's laying it all out. And I'm like, Penelope is evil. So can we just move on? Why do you even need to put her on trial at this point? What did you think of the fact that she even had this conversation? Yeah, no, you're right. I felt like it was useless. Like, we know how evil she is. We know the fucked up shit that she did. Um, like even the even the I scenes later where Penelope, she's like, but like, why? Yeah, I want to like, see Penelope well, get care. better. And if I'm not gonna start seeing that, I don't care for her to be on screen because we've seen her in her most evil form last season. So like, I'm over yeah. that too. And at this point, like, anyway, we'll talk about it later. But it cuts back to Archie and FP, and they're you know like broing out because they're like, yo, we like fucking did it. I'm so proud of us. I'm like, we're not gonna do this again. But like, it was so cool. And as they're about to leave, oh wait, that doesn't happen until later so whatever they're just happy about it um because they beat them then it cuts to jughead and grandpa jones and you get the full story and the full story is he was burning out at stonewall like he wasn't doing well at stonewall so he quit but he only had one story and the story was the baxter brothers story the original story um and 
uh, he didn't get it stolen by Mr. DuPont. Instead, Mr. DuPont bought it from him for $5,000, which is nothing. Um, and he's like, after I found out how successful the series was, I got so bitter and I started drinking and I took it out on your dad and your grandma. And that's kind of why I decided to leave and be by myself and uh yeah so then Jughead says like Mr. DuPont asked me to be the next ghostwriter and he says to Jughead I messed up my life make sure you seize the opportunities that you're given and Jughead's like okay cool thanks bye like he just leaves it at that I think Mm -hmm. and um what did you think of that whole situation the fact that he kind of tells tells the situation yeah I mean we talked about this a little bit too and we can talk about it more after at the end but I definitely I find his story about that whole thing a little weird like how he just got bought out for like 5k I feel like it was just such a nice little bow on the story and I'm like that's not how this shit works like right uh, I feel like there might be more to the story so okay yeah which I'm know. down I've, for. I I mean I'm down for that too, but also I didn't really I didn't really see it being because then it's like what's the point different. of his grandpa's story? Like why even bring him back for that? Like just Listen, so that he could. What say, was the point of Abuelita's hey, story uh, to slap Hiram and yeah, that was the end of true. it? Like there's so many stupid things that were happening this episode, hired- introducing so many characters. Like yeah. I just didn't understand why things were happening the way that they were happening. Yeah, that's true. Um. Anyway, so then it cuts to Evelyn. And Betty and they're at the jail and they're just talking. And this is when you find out that Evelyn admits to it. She says, I'm trying to use the like the secret hypnosis thing to kill Dark Betty. So everybody that's being hypnotized thinks that Dark Betty is real. And now they're trying to kill her. Lame. Kill Dark Betty, right? Lame. Did you hate it? I hated oh, it. No. I hated it. I, I don't get why we're talking to Evelyn again. I don't care. I don't get why we're t- mentioning the fucking farm again. It's like they're pulling <laughs> at they're pulling at these little open look storylines. They're like, let's make yeah. this work. Her her whole thing with like <sighs> her her you know her childhood and like her dad and like that that's fine. Like deal with that. But where's this hypnotism thing coming from? All of a sudden, like what? Yeah, they did bring it back. A little randomly, I will say that I do agree that it was. You know, kind like of why random. now? Like first she has the serial killer gene, then she does the training, yeah. <laughs> then she goes back to her her childhood memory of the dog, yeah. of the cat, and then she goes back, and then she's gonna get hypnotized, and then her like why? So what's happening with Betty right happening? now? What's going on, girl? What like what? Yeah, Which story I, are we gonna go with? You know, it, it's true. <laughs> it's true. When you put it that way, yeah, it's hard. But I, I, and I, the one thing that I will say that I do appreciate about Betty, surprisingly enough, considering all the crazy storylines that have been happening for the past four seasons, Betty's storyline has been the fact that she's been dealing with her darkness, her innate darkness, her having you know, said that. God, like whatever, not God given, but like born darkness because she has a serial killer gene. There's all these things that have to do with like her own personal darkness because she's such a bubbly, happy character. And I loved that. We loved, I loved her playing with that darkness and her wearing the like black wig and all that kind of shit and where that kind of went. Um, so I wasn't shocked, but at the same time, I was, yeah, I I didn't Uh, hate it. Having said that, I, she's still my favorite part of the show right now. Yeah, I still love her storyline, I think, the most. I think Lily's an amazing actress. I think she she sells her storyline the best. For sure. Um, so Agreed. for sure. I'm still invested in her part the most. And there's a scene at the end of this episode where, like, it's one of my favorite moments of, I think, the yeah. show. And I really 
I really like the way that kind of um, led to that scene. So we'll talk about that after. But okay, we'll talk about still, it like I still like her storyline. It's just like yeah. I'm over Evelyn. I'm over the farm. You know, like yeah. stop, stop pulling at that. Like that's done now. Yeah, but anyway, so she basically says that there's a trigger word, and um, Betty asks what the trigger word is, and it, the word is tangerine, which is the name of the episode. We find out it has nothing at all to do with the <laughs> movie that we were talking about in our promo yeah. video. Yeah. Um, there was no connection outside of the word. So you say tangerine three times and Dark Betty is like you, you see Dark Betty. So it's like Bloody Mary kind of, mm-hmm. but it's Dark Betty. So... She says it three. She says it two times, I think, over the phone. And then when she tries to say it the third time, Betty stands up and she's like, "I don't want to do this right yeah, now." Yeah, I'm like Betty, what do you think she's getting at? Like, she's saying it a second time too. Like, just hang up, like, <laughs> like, hang up the phone yeah. and leave. Um, anyway, so <laughs> then it cuts to Pop's diner and FP and Archie are talking. This is when he's like, "Yo, let's just call it a night. Like, good job, y'all. Let's leave." As they leave, a masked guy comes in guys it's literally the same shot from season one season like finale season when one. fred gets shot yeah. like it's literally Basically. the same angle exactly the same well the other side because yeah it's Pop the other side the of the diner <laughs> but he comes in right away and shoots fp and this time fp is like impenetrable because clearly he's just like it's fine i gotta go to the hospital but it's fine <laughs> um but the thing was like, why is Pops a, Everyone's, you know, like, yeah. everybody's literally getting shot up at Pops's place. I'm I surprised was like, oh, that they're it- having a cute moment? Oh, someone's going to get shot. Never mind. This is the, I will say, this is the third time this has happened. This is the third time Who someone's gotten shot. Time? Remember the second time was when Josie was like, get me the fuck out of this town. <laughs> When they came in with masks on, and they got oh, yeah. shot, and it was like that uh, weird episode, Bizarro Dale or whatever. Yeah, um, it's just I don't understand. Like Pops needs to close down at this point. Like I'm surprised that like Hiram Lodge hasn't been like, you need to shut this place down. It's a fucking crime scene. Um, anyway, then it cuts to the hospital, and. Archie's like cheese and he's like oh man I just want to go after Dodger like what the hell he did this I know that he did this and then Fangs randomly shows up this like beautiful child comes back onto the payroll and he's like hey I'm back I'm not in the farm anymore um I'm also a serpent still and so the serpent random. still exists like there were not unicorns and um then He's like, yeah, it is. It was Dodger. Like, it's it was his thing. He confirms it somehow. FP thankfully calls him out, and he's like, "Yo, you shut the fuck up. I'm still mad at you for like ditching us." And um, then Archie just leaves in like a huff. And then FP's like, "Stop! Don't leave." And I was like, "If you're so mad at Fangs, why don't you tell Fangs to go after Archie, exactly. or at least like so watch over, like watch so over him cheesy. to make sure that he doesn't get into some shit?" Like, why did Fangs have to be in that scene? Can you explain I have that no to idea. me? I feel like Mad like, Dog's why? character, like the actor, probably what was busy because he's like, he usually that guy. He's usually the guy to be like, "Yo, like the guy just showed up at the door." Yeah, um, but I, now they have I, like Fangs doing it for like two point five seconds. Because they have, <laughs> it was so stupid. Anyway, um, then it cuts to Charles and Betty, and they're talking. And Charles says, What happened? And Betty says, There's, you know, this hypnotist thing. And if you say tangerine three times, um, you know, then Betty gets unleashed or Dark Betty gets unleashed. 
and she's kind of curious. She's like, what's going to happen? Am I going to try to kill myself? Am I going to go crazy? What's the thing? And Charles is like, well, let's try it now since you're here with me. And so they say tangerine three times and nothing happens. And I was like, are you guys sure that you didn't just like unleash Dark Betty on the inside when you said it? Like, why would you even like play with that whole idea? It's fucked up. So then it cuts to Cheryl and Penelope and she's still on trial. And Cheryl is really coming at this with so much compassion for her crazy ass mom. She's like, yo, like. I want to hate you so bad because you did all these crazy things, but can you please give me one reason to keep you alive because you're still my mom and I still need a parent and I don't want you to die. Um, And she says, what's wrong with you? For why? Why do you hate me so much? For why? For why? That's like her new quote of of life. And I love it too. Um, And she basically says, and I don't know if I like I, I don't know if I feel like this is a strong enough motive, but she essentially says you were so happy with Jason after you found him again. I wanted to destroy your happiness with him because I couldn't have that anymore. Why should you? And I was like, but that's weird because she three only fucking seasons. She, girl. she only had his dead body in this season. Well, but that's when all of the shit started happening. But right? she's like been she evil from time. Religion. I know, but I guess this is like her new mission. Oh, Ever s- like after she became yeah, the gargoyle okay, king, okay, she's like, yeah. "Let me it. go home and fuck with your mom, like with my yeah, daughter yeah. again." Yeah, it's. I mean, it's stupid. Like all of this is dumb. Um, and then she's like, "You're guilty for being hateful to your core." And then she's like, "Okay, fine, just kill me then." And then she's like, "You wish I'm gonna fuck, fuck you <laughs> up in a different way." Tony, go get the chloroform because we're going to drug this bitch up. And I was like, what is about to happen? Yeah, I'm like, what is going down? Cut her arms off. Like, is this going to be like a Saw storyline? Like, what the fuck is happening? What are you about to do to your mom? Um, Anyway, yeah. What did you think of her, like, answering the question? And did you feel like it was... Like, what did you think? How did, uh, how did it you It was feel? okay. Like, I'm glad that Penelope's back because I feel like Cheryl needed something more than just, like, a dead body and, like, a doll. So I do think like the rest of the season is going to be maybe I'm hoping that their relationship gets better. I'm hoping that we can like unravel Penelope a little bit more than what we've seen her as just because like that might be interesting. You know, like I'm over the thing that I'm over these parents playing the same freaking like person, like evil, angry, like jealous. I agree. The thing that frustrates me about this, though, is the fact that she, you know, she's had these moments already. We've already gotten her backstory. We've gotten the fact that she to go to jail. She needs to go to jail. Like, she needs to be stopped. I, yeah. I don't... There's nothing that can redeem her at this yeah, point. What no, is she going to... What is she going to do? She killed somebody point blank in everybody's face. She killed Betty's dad. Yeah, we like, talked about that too. We said, like, there's, there's no way you can come back from that. There's no way. She's just got to die at this point. And I don't know. Like, maybe she'll die at the hands of Cheryl and we'll be but done with it. But they can't kill like, her because... Every fucking weird thing that happens, they put it on her. Like, they need characters like this that they can just, like, dump all their weird storylines onto in the end. Yeah, And she's that character. And that feels so cheesy. Like Maybe she can go to, like, Greendale. Maybe she can go into, like, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm she kind of over there. her character. She'd be good over there. <laughs> like, crazy bitch. Uh, whatever. Then it cuts to the Bonui. And Hiram goes up to Veronica and he's like, ooh, you look fancy today. And... 
he motions her over to a table that's kind of on the side and he's like look over there uh look over there look over there and so she goes over and it's this woman named shoshana rutherford and she's the recruiter from columbia and she's there to see her business for the night i don't yeah. know like hiram called she's like, her your up. assistant called my assistant and we set up a like time to meet i was like at a bar on like a saturday <laughs> night at like 10 p.m yeah like and then Veronica also like says, i what feel I? like it's like they're throwing shade at columbia because like they keep using columbia's name and i'm like does columbia even want to be associated with like veronica lodge and like this whole fucking show <laughs> of riverdale you know what yeah. i mean like yeah <laughs> i mean listen harvard and yale do they want to be associated true no like all of them like that's what i mean like all of them but this but this bitch yeah. from columbia showing up at a random bar like it's like the worst the worst scenario worst scenario so <laughs> she I so just didn't says, like just before we get into this. Like, did you expect yeah. a musical number this evening? The, <laughs> I did think you? I saw. I okay. Truly, I didn't. The only reason why I did was because I think <sighs> I saw a still of Veronica like laid out on a oh, on a God. table. Guys, <laughs> I was guys, like, guys, okay, guys. here like, we go. I love. There's nothing more that like makes my like soul feel happy than like having an opinion of this show, and then I read your tweet, and you guys totally agree with what I am thinking, and like that's exactly what yeah. happened. Yeah, you know, with this sequence, uh, and we'll get to it a little bit later. But I mean, it's happening yeah. right now because basically oh, it's she happening says now. <laughs> it happens. Starting now. It happens right now. So right before that happens, she goes uh, and talks to Shoshana, and she says, "You know, I'm really sorry. I'd love to talk right now, but I promise I would." do a floor show and i was like but maybe you're the boss so you don't have to do it <laughs> like, like why no one's do you... <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> no one's waiting for you to do this fucking floor show <laughs> like did you sell tickets for a floor show <laughs> i would have died if like the if shoshana was like wait are you like a theater major <laughs> like if she asked her that because like, it's like bitch what the fuck are you like, why doing? are you doing this you're applying Hiram, to like business school but like you're performing I, on stage <laughs> like, and what the thing that kind of killed me in this situation too was what about this scenario was embarrassing outside of the, <laughs> the, the singing outside of the know. singing part what was it's veronica so embarrassed about man. Like, it's so I ridiculous I mean, I would, I whatever. So then it cuts to Dodger and. But uh, wait, can the I mom. ask you a question for yes. real? Because yeah. this is where Go. like, this is where the show is flawed. It was all in Veronica's scenes, basically, and Archie's. But <laughs> if he's the mayor of the town, wouldn't yeah. he just shut down her bar? That well, I think that's what he's trying to do, right? He's but like, can't no he alcohol. just shut it down? Like she's underage, first of all, she should not even have access to a liquor license. It's true. It's true. How is this still happening? L- listen, listen, guys. I we but can't get these into are the questions. These are the questions that I would want to be answered in a writer's room. Like, if I was a writer, I'd sit there and say, "Guys, how do we make this logistically work so that people believe this fucking show?" Like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, it's so far off that I'm like, "Guys, you guys didn't think this at all. Like, you just started writing things on a page, and then that was it. Like, <laughs> just make it and make this sense is what a I, little and- bit." <laughs> This is what I keep saying about both of these scenarios is if this came out like when they were adults, I'd be like, cool. Again, I get it. Yeah. But it's like they gave them adult storylines while they're still in high school, which makes us have these questions that are completely valid because, you know, fucking Archie couldn't even pick up his dad's body because he was underage. Yet Veronica can run an entire business underage and sell alcohol. Like it doesn't make any sense. So whatever. I'm just we're, we're, we got to move on from this like we can, there's nothing that we can do about it so 
Then it cuts to Dodger and Archie, and they're in the alleyway, and they're about to fight, and he's like, okay, let's do this, and he has a gun, but he's like, let's, like, fight for realsies, like, have, like, a one-on-one hand battle, and... I was like, can we be done with this after this? Like he literally throws his gun away. I was like, are you dumb? Like like, just shoot Archie. Okay. So while this is happening, of course, like true to you know the Riverdale template, um, while he's fighting, Veronica is singing. So her song starts. Oh my god, I hated this so (laughs) much. And again, like your your guys's like Twitter like tweets were like. Do we really oh, have to see another freaking like Veronica singing slash yeah. like Archie fight? Truly, it doesn't go. The music's like happy and it's like this like really dramatic like fight scene. Yeah, it's like I don't fight, I, fight, fight. I'm gonna fight. Now. Yeah, I like, okay, see you what? on Saturday night on your fight. I was like, guys, what editor thinks that this goes good together? Like, please. I don't know what's happening. <sighs> I was like, can we like stop i wasn't sure i wasn't sure which one i wanted to end first was it the fight scene or her singing like both of them were so awful the only way this ends is archie getting killed i'm down like i'm ready i'm prepared for that if we no longer have to see a singing fighting montage ever again and it has to do with archie dying then so Uh. be it like i just can't i can't do it and of course here, because <laughs> Kevin tried to be her back. Her oh back yeah, up. I I like that. I, I like, actually like that. I it was did like not cute. Like that. I was like, I was thank like, you for giving him one ounce of something okay. decent. He didn't get anything in the therapy session, yet he got two lines of a song. <laughs> Press the keyboard Can for we two seconds. Reprioritize Kevin's character. <laughs> Why are we doing this to him? He doesn't deserve this. So. Uh, at the end of all of that, Archie beats the shit out of Dodger. Like, he's about to die. And um, even the mom is like, stop hurting him. You're going to kill him. And Archie screams at her and says, "We, I told you the next time I see him, he's not going to be able to walk after I'm done with him. You guys never come back here I, or I will literally kill you. And as he says that, the kids all were like as waiting as a cr- group in the back behind him. Yeah. And they're like, Archie. And Archie is like, oh shit, they saw me beating this guy up and now I'm embarrassed. So whatever. He just feels bad. And then it cuts to the Bon Nui again. And I guess everybody's leaving because the show's over. Hiram is like, just as an FYI, everything's getting shut down. And P.S. The rum that you want to make has already been patented, so you can't even use that recipe anymore. Oh my god! So then I was like, okay, so truly the purpose of Abuelita was nothing, zero, zero reason. But also, I was was like, thank you for someone like to actually like legally think about this. Like someone got a patent. Thank you. Patent. Thank you. But can you patent a? Yeah, I think you can. Like a recipe. Yeah. It's like three ingredients, isn't it? Like, no, I'm sure like the way they like process it. I'm, I think oh, they the can, processing I'm sure. power or whatever. Anyway, whatever. So she can't do it anymore, which also, again, like I said, leads me to it was someone else's theory, actually. And I was like, that makes sense. Um, the Cheryl. Like Cheryl. And this, that might be cute. This'll be, yeah, this will be Cheryl and her business business idea. Like they're going to take him down with like a different rum or brandy or something. Yeah. Um, 
And then he also says, have fun with your recruiter. She's like cheesed at you now. Like, good luck trying to explain yourself after that crazy ass dance that you just did. Um, And then it cuts to. And that's what I mean. I was like, what was so wrong about the fact that she was performing and doing yeah, all like, those things? Yeah, like, why is that so bad? Why was I that so bad? I guess because she owns a bar, but she's a businesswoman. So, but, like, what But the she's F? a businesswoman. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Um... I didn't understand why, like, Hiram was trying to, like, embarrass the shit out of her. Also, Veronica decided to do that dance without him telling her to do it. So, <laughs> she embarrassed herself. Exactly. <laughs> like, you did not get into Columbia because you did that dance. Um, then it cuts to Betty. And she's, like, having a nightmare. And then she sees her younger self. And her younger self says, are you here to kill me like I killed Caramel? And she's holding like a bloody rock in her hand and then she looks at her hands and there's like her like Betty, her dark Betty like nails are like back in her hands. Like the Hey Arthur like clench is back Um, and because she now wakes up and she's like literally outside the front of her door and she's like she's been like sleepwalking or whatever. Um, So then she kind of freaks out. Then it cuts to FP and he's being visited by Jughead at the hospital. And Jughead's like, oh, just letting you know, like, don't get angry. But I found grandpa and he told me about his whole story. And FP doesn't really seem terribly bothered by all of it, which is like, okay, cool. I guess like nobody really cares. But um, essentially Jughead just says, um, I know that you guys have a bad you know, a bad history, but he's kind of cool. And I think he's kind of come around. Did you want to see him? Um, I can bring him over. And FP basically says, I don't really trust that he's going to be around, but I can't really stop him from coming to see me because I'm in a hospital and I can't leave. So if he wants to come, then he can come. Uh, then it cuts to Cheryl and Penelope and Penelope wakes up and she is in the bunker. I'm glad they're able to use that set again cuz clearly it's a, yeah, a very elaborate true. set with like the millions of candles that are in there. Like why did you have to light every candle that was in there? <laughs> um so Cheryl basically says you need solitude and you need time to figure your life out and Penelope just like gets she's stuck in there. So she's Basically, like, Khaleesi's dragons in season four of Game of Thrones. Like, she just has to, like, put her away in a corner. Good reference. She's being reckless. I do miss that show very much. But anyway. <laughs> so, so Cheryl actually even makes, like, a final look. She, like, looks back at Penelope and she's like, figure it out, bitch. And then she, like, walks away. So is the idea that Penelope is going to be down there for indefinitely? Like... What's happening? I don't know. know. (laughs) Like, is she going to go down there and try to... Like, she basically pulled what Betty tried to do to Alice last season when she kidnapped her and tied her to the bed, remember? Mm -hmm. So it's like the same... Like, every all the parents just need to go down to the bunker to get therapy, essentially. Um, So then it cuts to Charles and Betty, and Betty explains what happened, and um, Betty's like, yeah, I had this dream, and I think, like, Dark Betty's you know, going back to the memory where she originated. So she thinks that when she killed Caramel, that's when Dark Betty was born. And um, Charles is like, maybe if you go back to that moment, um, we can try to get you to, you know, talk through it with your other self and then maybe she'll be gone. So uh, she does. They do the tangerine thing again. 
And she goes outside, and before she's about to kill the cat, this time Betty takes the rock away from her, and she's like, stop, don't do this anymore. And, like, young Betty says, what am I doing now? And then Betty just says, go play. And she's like, okay, bye. And then that's... That was cute, but also... I liked it. But obviously, or do you think that... What did you think of how it all kind of ended? Like, what did you feel? I I feel like it. I didn't like that it was connected to this whole tangerine thing, but I did appreciate the fact that um, it kind of like hints at you know the way Betty's been dealing with like her trauma and and shit through you yeah. know, the seasons. And um, a lot of people do that. Like a lot of people go into like sort of like their childhood memories to like you know change something or sure. like you know change the way they've reacted to something. You know in a traumatic childhood memory. So yeah, I like that they did that. Like it, it makes sense and it's a good, uh, you know, scene to put in there. It was just like, okay. I just didn't like the way that it was connected to <laughs> okay. everything else. Cause again, yeah. like I thought she was dealing with this through like the serial killer gene part, but now it's like this tangerine hypnotism part. Like which part right. is it? Like, why is this all like coming? Like, <laughs> why are the there so time? many layers? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. I yeah, got it. but I, I did like saying. it. Like it was cute how she was like, "You mean I can go and play?" And she was like, "Yeah, go and play." Like it was cute. You know? But like the thing, the thing that I'm like, this does it doesn't work that way in, in so many ways because you still are who you are. You know what I mean? Like unless Dark Betty is hidden and tucked away. No, of course you still are who you are, but like maybe it changed something along the way. Like we're not going to know maybe. that maybe until after. But like you know. True. Maybe she doesn't have to keep going back to that moment. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I will question right now is, do you think that Charles knew that she was going to unravel? Like, does he? I because we know feel that like Charles, there's something there. Yeah. Like, because we know that Charles is kind of either playing like double agent or whatever. Um, I feel like everything that he's doing is leading Betty down a dark path. And not helping her at all. So mm-hmm. it might be masked by like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we should try it. But I think he knows what's going to happen. Or, and he's going to he's trying to fuck her or, up. Or like, I think maybe a big part of Charles's character. It, like, I feel like in his own weird way, he's trying to help and like do something good. But it's like in a fucked up way. And like, it's going to end up really bad. I don't know. But I but ever since I've seen like ever since we saw him with Charles, yeah. I don't or not Chick, Charles with yeah. Chick, I don't know what to think of him. I, I don't I feel like yeah, he's weird. evil. Yeah. Um so then it cuts to the Bonui and now Veronica's talking to Shoshana <laughs> and uh she apologizes. She says, I'm so sorry about what you just saw today. I was embarrassed about doing that song too, but the writers made me do it and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't I can't really it's in my contract that I have to sing songs, so I'm really, really sorry about it. And the recruiter's like, it's fine. Um, I didn't really want to be associated with this show either, but somehow I just got roped in. <laughs> and <laughs> they, she says, it's fine because Columbia is all about good stories. This seems to be like this is a great a good story. story this it. is written yeah. so amazing. The writers who wrote this great story are so amazing. I'm like, guys, really? Shoshana, really? Uh, is this really a good story? <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, what What was this story? And uh, Veronica's like, well, let me tell you my story. It's amazing. And I'm like, not really. It's the same story that you had in season two and season three. <laughs> and season one. <laughs> and season one. So nothing's really changed. Um, anyway, so whatever she ha- she talks to her anyways, and then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony, and they're talking, and 
this is a really sweet moment. Cheryl basically says, I think it's time to say goodbye to Jason. She's ready to like leave him behind yeah. and, and kind of close that chapter in her life. I thought that was really beautiful to see because mm-hmm. finally Cheryl is getting some closure. So For sure. that was good. Then it cuts Archie and he's talking to Mary and he comes home and he's all beat up or whatever. And he breaks down. He's like, I'm so stupid, ma'am. I'm so stupid, mom. Why am I so angry? I don't know what's going on with me. And she says that, you know, you're mourning and you're still dealing with the loss of your dad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no offense, but he was doing this dumb shit it's before true. It's so Fred true. died. So you can't you use can. that as an excuse. <laughs> the writers lies.com. You cannot use that as an excuse for the reasons why Archie's the way he is. It's because you guys wrote him like an idiot. Um, so he says it, Archie does say, he's like, writers, how does this end for me? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's basically like asking the yeah. writers as he's talking. He's, he's like, like, what's the how end? Does this- <laughs> and he says something really sad. He says, I've never felt further from dad than I do yeah, now. And I was like, Meh. But that like, that's sad. the thing. Like he has these amazing realization moments, but then like he does the same thing again. Then he does it again. So uh, it's very hard to sympathize with him because I'm like, bro, like you're talking real right now, but like watch next week. Like you're going to go fuck it up again. He couldn't even last one episode when Miss <laughs> Burble said, stop fucking Seriously. fighting people. He couldn't finish one episode uh, without doing something stupid. Um, so then it cuts to Jughead and FP talking in the hospital and Jughead's like, well, yeah, he like uh, walks back. Like, gone. <laughs> we lost him again. Like, burr, burr. He ran away. <laughs> uh, so he's like, whatever, I'm going to sign the contract that Mr. DuPont gave me. I think it's time for us to let go of the past and just move on. For so for him to say it's time to let go of the past, do you really think that Grandpa Jugs is gone? No, I think but we're going to see him again. Based on your theory, it sounds like he's probably going to come back. Yeah. Do you think that the situation is that maybe they couldn't, like Mr. DuPont maybe couldn't find him and now he found him. So then he's going to try to kill him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I am over it and I do think it's time to let go and move on from the the past. If if that's the case, I'm I'm sorry. They had the lamest storyline for that grandpa. Like for the the fact that FP didn't even get to talk to his own dad. Like that's so stupid. True. It's true. It just feels so unfinished. Like I can't accept that. All right. Well, hopefully you're right. And uh, we get <laughs> a little bit more. Hopefully. <laughs> you never know. After season three, you just don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> so, um, so then it cuts to Stonewall and he's signing the papers. He's got this next level elaborate ass signature Seriously. where he puts a crown on top of like, the F and the, the P. <laughs> I was like, chill. Um, and then he gets a letter like sli- slipped under the door and it says, meet us in the woods. So then the Harry Potter gang, a.k.a. like all of the kids from fucking Stonewall, come and they initiate him. They're like, congratulations, you're part of the Quill and Skull. And he cracks open a skull and then he gets the pin. And then he makes this like mischievous smile like he's happy, but he's it's the same smile that he made when he got the serpent's jacket in season one. He's like, I'm happy, but also like intrigued, but also like these guys are creepy. So I don't know how he feels. Do you? Yeah. How do you feel? Like, what is Jughead feeling right now? Yeah, like, no, that's a good question. It's think? a very good question because, like, yeah, he is. He's been tormented by these people for for months, but then for he's months. like joining this society too. So I feel like, um, and in the movie, the skulls kind of not to give it away, obviously, but there's this battle, this inner battle of like 
this is an amazing feeling being a part of something really cool and really secret, but also it's shady as fuck. So right. um, I think he, he might be dealing with that, hopefully, because that might be interesting to play with too, right? Like seeing a different Jughead that sort of accepts the things that come with being a part of this society, but then also like fighting against who he really is at the core. Right. Yeah. I guess we haven't really gotten that 100% yeah. yet from, from his, his yeah. character at least. Um, then it cuts to Cheryl and she calls Veronica and she, she's like, I'll be right there. And then it cuts to Sweetwater River and they're doing this like, once again, I'm doing a Game of Thrones, uh, reference and they send, they send him off into the Sweetwater River on, on a rowboat. And they freaking catch him on fire. I'm like, bro, this is so dramatic, guys. (laughs) It's like, what's happening? Game of Thrones. (laughs) And so oh my gosh! She should have done the bow and arrow. They she should have done the bow and arrow, but oh I feel like my I, God. I feel like Game of Thrones maybe like copywritten wrote yeah. that. But she's, she knows how to how to do archery. She yeah, she would have been able to do it right away. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so it's the sad like Titanic really, moment. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And like she Madeline was like her acting was on point. Like she was crying yeah. the entire time. And it was it was beautiful. Like, you know, she's wearing her white dress. Like, it really brings you back to episode one For of sure. season one, you know, back into the same attire. It has the core four there. I just can't believe it's Tony. taken, like, four years to, like... Four fucking years Really to put get her to brother to rest, you know? Yeah, like, actually. Yeah. And she says something to Tony at the very end. She says, he was a really good brother. I wish you could have met him for real. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's so sad. Yeah, it was sad. Um... Then it cuts to Archie at the El Royale, and he's whatever doing paperwork or fake doing paperwork or whatever. And some guy comes in, and he's like, "Hey, my name's Frank. I'm your dad's brother." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh no!" And right away, I wrote it in my notes because I was like, "NB literally said, guys, because like in episode two or episode one of the season when Mary kind of took the helm, like there is a line." That MB says, and she says, I'm so happy that Mary is the character that is being going to be his parent because sometimes, in most cases, they throw like a long lost uncle or a long lost brother. And I'm like, fuck, I got to talk to MB about this because this is some bullshit. Guys, I I swear we're not writers for the show. Like, I swear (laughs) to God, we're not. We should be because the amount of shit that we like say and then it happens. I'm like, it's are they just, like high key like crazy. listening to us? But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how I it's feel insane. about it. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're gonna make it work with Frank. Um, I still find it weird, and a lot of our um, Twitter co- comments said the same thing. They're like, "Bro, like, how do you not know you have an uncle? Like, what the? Like, why would <laughs> like why would Fred be so shady that like he hid his own brother? Like, what's the yeah? Like, what's the excuse? But like, maybe we'll we're gonna obviously find that out. So. Like, unless he's, he's like, a piece of shit yeah, guy. Yeah, I can see that. There's no reason. But there's no reason for even, of all people, Fred Andrews to lie about yeah, it. Yeah, like, he... It's very You're telling weird. me Archie's entire life, Fred never once mentioned, like, I have a brother. That's so weird. Unless it was so... Like, unless there's some storyline where, you know, Mary, maybe there was, like, a fight for Mary. For sure, and, I can see know, that. Like, yeah, yeah. There's some drama there. Because this is the because, thing, right? Like, somebody... Someone... 
someone in the show has to know his background otherwise he's just a brand new right. character like she yeah so she still needs to know where he's rooted from and like his origin story so i definitely right. do feel like you're right like it might be like a oh my god like i loved both brothers frank and fred and i don't know <laughs> which one to choose and i choose this, the safe one fred and then i still loved him for chicago like it's gonna be like that I just solved it. That's the whole season, guys. <laughs> Don't even I watch was having an affair in Chicago <laughs> with Frank. <laughs> That's the real storyline. Mary's going to be like, you're here? I told you to stay in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say from far away, I didn't get like a super close-up shot, but he's pretty cute. So I'm not that I didn't mad notice. about it. Yeah, I was watching that. I was like, phone. he's got a beard and I'm into it. He kind of looks like a lumberjack. So then it finally ends off with the final scene which is Betty in bed and she looks into the mirror or before she gets into bed she looks into the mirror and she says like tangerine 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 and then it cuts to Clementine. Alice Alice downstairs <laughs> and Imagine. Alice hears a smash up upstairs so then she goes upstairs and Betty is going back into bed and Alice is like, what the fuck just happened up here? And Betty's like, you know, nothing. I'm just going to like tape up my bloody hands because I just wanted to make sure that dark Betty was gone <laughs> so forever. So weird. I was like, okay, so, so clearly Betty's she, being weird. Or is she not gone? <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you think of that? Did you feel like she unleashed dark Betty? I don't know, and now man. Dark, it was like, so weird. Like, I don't understand why she had to break the mirror. Like, well, she's punching herself? We wanna, like, is that what it is? If we want to go, like, Ghostbuster style or, like, a ghost story style, like, maybe the good Betty got trapped in the Ooh, mirror and now, like, good. the evil Betty yeah. is on the outside. Ooh, I but like that. we're not doing... This is not a supernatural show, yeah, yeah, true, so I can't... True. I can't imagine that that's what happens and then she breaks the mirror so then, like, the good but, Betty like, can never come back. why are we still talking about Dark Betty? I know. Like, this, I is, know. The, this, is, this is what I keep, keep, like, going back to. Like, we've done I the know Dark we, Betty thing. We, we did say we wanted Dark Betty back, but like not this way. Like I wanted the <laughs> I wanted the Dark Betty with the black wig. Like Yeah. <laughs> that was funnier. This, this is isn't not, funny. This, is, this isn't funny, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> the final final scene is it says four weeks later and it shows Jughead on the ground in the woods and he dead. He did. Because Archie Archie looks up and he's like, he's dead. And then he says, what did you do, Betty? And then, and then it Veronica's cuts like, to Betty. Bitch. And then it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then Betty's holding like a bloody rock and she looks like terrified. Um, and that's how the episode ends. The gag, the gag, the gag. Were you gagged? Let Definitely not gagged. I don't no? believe this shit for a second. Okay. I don't okay. believe this shit for a second. <laughs> but what is what's going on then? I think she. What's po- happening? I think he probably like like Archie and Veronica probably just caught Betty, um, in the act of like fake killing him, and then she's gonna have to be like, by the way, like he's he's really alive. Like, don't worry about it. But <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why? I do you think Jughead's I, dead? Like actually, yeah. Okay, so I truly that's it. think the Jughead's okay, dead. Okay, that's it. Then you think he's dead, and I don't think he's dead. And that's it. That's all there is to it. Agree to disagree. Yeah, that's it. Because I don't think they're gonna kill him off. And if they do come off, I'll be lit. Like don't don't get me wrong. Like I'll be excited because they actually did something risky and yeah. like unique. But I don't think they're yeah. gonna do that because that's not Riverdale writers. So. See, the only reason why I'm going back on what I said in the beginning of the season to say that Jughead is actually dead is because of the fact that they revealed him dead way, way, way too early. 
if we saw his dead body at the mortuary or if we saw his dead body now for the first time, I'd be like, oh, my fucking God, they actually killed him. But because we saw him in episode four, I have so many like it's making me start to feel that they either have no idea how to pace out one of these flash forward shows like they never watched one episode of how to get away with murder so they have no idea how to do it or they're doing it so you can feel like you're not like it's not going to happen like it's not real because there's so many theories around the fact that these flash forwards are all you know a part of his story and it's a fake story or it's a fantasy or this this and this there's just so many things that people are saying about it that I I do understand why people don't feel like it's the real thing but I wouldn't be surprised if they did say like, okay, it's over for him. It just doesn't make, it's not giving me the same feelings that I felt when we saw him walk out of the woods. Like FP walked out with his dead body um, in season two. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't get that same like dramatic, like, oh fuck, oh no, what's going to happen? Like freak out, go on the internet and see if like what people are saying. Yeah. I didn't have that feeling. So if I'm not getting that feeling, then I don't think anybody else is as gagged. So if the writers are trying to gag us, then they're doing a really bad yeah, job. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's get to some conversations that happened through this episode. You wanted to, you said that there were some things that were happening on Twitter. Yeah. So we um, got a, a few this. comments. Um, at Black Dagger 55 says, so Fred has a brother that no one knew about until right now. Well, or at least care to mention. Also, what's going on with this Quill and Skull initiation? Thanks to both of you for doing this podcast. It always brightens up my day. That's so cute. Oh, yeah, thanks. no, for sure. Like the Fred Fred brother thing. Like it's it's I, I hope it goes somewhere really interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I know. Um, uh, At Shoney five on it. Cammy needs to <laughs> stop is- singing. <laughs> I died. That's insane. They should just bring back Josie because that performance by Kevin and Veronica was woeful. Fight scene and Ooh. musical performance overdone. So predictable. Definitely agree okay, 100 thank- times. I mean, guys, like we all feel the same way. Um, yeah. Uh, that whole tangerine stuff was foolishness. Um, the core four didn't have to be with Shoni during that Jason burial scene. And Hiram is pissing me off. Why does he hate Veronica so much? I think the real question is, why does Veronica hate Hiram so Like, why do they hate each other this much? Like, she doesn't hate him. It. She's got daddy issues. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all it is. But my question is, why does, why do the writers hate Veronica so much? <laughs> <laughs> what that's did Cammy Mendes do to you guys? <laughs> like, that you're giving her the storyline. That's story so line. true. Um, we have Postmaster Radio saying the time travel thing in Betty's Tangerine jugs initiation into this into the society, and is Betty's dark side really gone? Is a flash forward scene messing with us because I don't want to think Betty killed Jughead? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I definitely I don't, don't think. Know. I don't think he's dead, and I definitely don't think they're gonna make Betty kill Jughead because then you would hate. You would lose a, a major character and you would hate a major character. So I think that's way too risky for them to do. But for sure. Yeah. Um, and also we got one from at Becca Sarah Coffee. She says, Archie is just stupid. Is Jughead serious? Only talking to his older brother because he needs help. Archie, you should call the police now. You're hurt. I don't know if Polly hurt someone because we didn't see anything. Veronica, stop talking to your dad. This is getting annoying. 
you going to get rejected from everything because your dad is the mayor. And then she gave us some MVPs and LVPs. Should we do hers before we get into ours? Yeah, let's yeah, do sure. it. Her MVP was Cheryl and Betty. LVPs, Penelope and Archie. Her best line is uh, Heather. Oh, I think she might have written this wrong, but she says he gets the funeral that he deserves. Um, and then best moment is Hiram's mom slapping him. And his her WTF moment is uh, the guy shooting FP. Oh, yeah. For sure. At the at Pops. Yeah. Um, and I think that is most of our comments uh, from this Should we do episode. Ours? Let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. Um, my best moment, I think, is going to go to Cheryl's Jason funeral. Four seasons later, Ask Me Water River. It just took me back to the pilot episode. Yeah. And I think like, I think like a lot of this episode was like putting the past in the past. Um, and I yeah. think it was just beautifully done with Cheryl's character and like her finally coming to terms and being like, I want to put him to rest. Like I need to move on with my life. Yeah. It was really beautiful. It was the best moment for me at the, uh, of this episode as Aww. well. I just thought it was be- it was beautifully shot. I thought it was really well done. And yeah, I, I feel like it's finally closing a chapter um, on Cheryl and now she can move forward. Now she can deal with her mom singularly. She can hopefully get the like you know she can just go back to being a normal cheryl so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what happens now that she doesn't have to deal with the dead body anymore wtf moment what was your wtf moment moment, i definitely agree with becca like the 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 fp shooting was pretty crazy yeah i think i'm gonna give it to veronica's dancing and archie's fight at the same time (laughs) like i am so i was like guys really like are we really going back to this yeah yeah, for sure. My WTF moment is going to be uh, Jughead announcing that Grandpa Jones ran away once again. <laughs> like, yeah. where the fuck did this guy go? He was here for 20 seconds. Um, the more that I talk about it with you, the more I feel like you're probably right. He's probably going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he didn't run away. Maybe he got kidnapped or something. MVP. Who's your MVP? MVP. I'm going to have to say Hiram because... Oh, um, you know what? He he patented that shit. He was smart about that. And, um, that you know, shit. and I think I'm OK with him outsmarting her because he is the adult. He is the dad. Yeah. You know, like true. he's had years of experience. Like she is literally 15 years old, like running a speakeasy. <laughs> like, fine. Like, you're cool. But like, yeah. no, like if he doesn't fuck it. Yeah, it's you're totally right. If he doesn't figure this out and she does, then you like you're a loser. Like no wonder you went to jail for like embezzlement and like fraud because like you had (laughs) you didn't have your shit together. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I can definitely see that as MVP. All right. Uh, My MVP is going to go to Cheryl for closing up her storyline. For sure. (laughs) And really like trying to resolve this on her own and. Uh, you know, even the whole thing with Penelope, maybe that is the best approach right now. She doesn't have to kill her, but maybe she can try to heal her. LVP. What was your LVP? Uh, my LVP is going to go to FP. And it's really kind of because right. I feel like he started this journey with Archie and that was cute. It was going good. But still, like, you let him down the wrong path and then you got your wrong ass path. shot. And then you, like, yeah. didn't even check up on him when he, like, almost went and killed someone else. I just felt like... He started this cool storyline, but then he couldn't finish it. Um, yeah, which I feel like is <laughs> his agree. is his downfall a lot of the times. Like he doesn't see things through. <laughs> yeah. um, For sure. And he's just a shitty like 
anyways whatever sheriff but whatever <laughs> can't even can't even yeah, go there um my lvp is gonna go to alice for answering the phone because <laughs> i was like <laughs> that girl was so dumb. she's literally like betty's literally yeah. telling you as you're talking me like do not answer the phone there's somebody trying to hypnotize yeah. people she's like uh-huh uh-huh, she's like, uh-huh. Oh, the phone. click like <laughs> she just went straight to the yeah. phone <laughs> Uh, idiot. The best, best line. Who was your best line? Uh, my best line goes to Hiram uh, when oh, he wow. says, I hope the song and dance was fun because at midnight you turn back into a pumpkin. And I was like, yeah, you tell it. You know what? I think because she annoyed me so much, his rebuttals yeah. were so lit for me. <laughs> like, I, like, I was like, you tell side. her dad. You tell her because you're the dad. <laughs> Um, you teach your daughter. Yeah. And he's basically calling her Cinderella because it's true. Like, yeah. she she is a princess. Let's not get it twisted. She is a yeah. working girl, but at the end of the day, she is daddy's girl. She's a princess. Um, and she true. can be, um, yeah, a little annoying. So, uh... <laughs> uh, my best line is going to go to Archie because I hope that this realization, if this doesn't get bring him yeah. back, then I don't know what is. Yeah. He says, I've never felt further from my dad than I do now and I was like okay if you're realizing <laughs> okay. this hopefully this this will this will bring you back it was if cute. not then yeah it was a nice I don't one. know we'll see but yeah I have no faith in him so that like he is saying these like really cool things but like I'm like yeah but you're still Archie but so. what exactly what's your story then? yeah um that is the end of the episode guys thank you for your comments that is the season mid-season finale of the season um so we're gonna be on hiatus for a little bit of time but before we close off this episode, we have a few announcements. The first one is we have our contest going on right now, as I mentioned, to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket to enter. All you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We're extending this contest to the very end of the season. So you have a bit of time to enter um, and it's easy. Just do it and you'll be entered in the draw and we're, we are going to pull a name at some yes. point in time. So you someone will win this situation and the pool is smaller this is not like the lottery where it's like one in a million it's gonna be like one in ten so (laughs) your chances will be high if you just send us a comment and rate us um i would like to take some time to thank our patrons of the episode we have a rewinder squad we have white nicole and we got a brand new one this week faith thank you so much and we have our lit rewinders of course tina ann sarge serena slay kate and jessica and finally but not the least that was said wrong but that's okay (laughs) mommy rewinders becca sarah tamala and grace thank you guys so much thank you guys and if you would like to join our patreon family check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind if you join you'll get access to all things recap rewind exclusive contest content and updates and also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. This is our final Riverdale uh, podcast of 2019. Yeah, oh my uh, God. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, all this, this year has been amazing for us, as you obviously know. We're just growing and being amazing, and we're doing this content, and it's truly for you guys. Um, we get enjoyment out of it, of course, but also we always want to make sure that you guys are happy with what we're producing. So thank you so much always for your comments and uh, your engagement this this last year. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
And B, do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, just Happy New Year. And um, we're excited to um, keep doing what we're doing for you guys in the in the coming year. And yeah, I and think keep an eye out. We're- Riverdale returns January 22nd. Oh, shit. So it's like a full month, almost longer than a month. But yeah. Yeah. We'll pull some stuff together for you guys. Don't worry. Keep an eye out for us. We'll we'll be pulling some content. There's some new shows that are starting up that I might need to touch base with NB to see if we're going to maybe do them. So just keep an eye on our channels. And uh, that's it. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.